2: I mean, not literally across the tracks, but he had to cross the train tracks to get to some ass. These
3: straight men don't have stories like that. Like, nah, you you gotta be a, a, a superstar, a rock star to get a story like that. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Now, all my stories are pretty straightforward. I... I kept texting a lady for <laughs> for quite a while. We dated and, uh, for eight months. I tried to have sex. She said no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We were friends, but not really And uh, yeah. <laughs> And now we're not? Uh, that's yeah, that's more yeah, less.
4: Uh, I think. I don't know where she'd classify
2: it as. <laughs> yeah,
4: she definitely didn't return my last text, but he was late. Yeah, yeah, but he yeah. was late. He <laughs> was late. It was it was at late. Seven. <laughs> It was my last day in New York, I understand. Yeah.
5: (laughs)
2: Bang, 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 skeet, 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 yep, there it is, there it is, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another phenomenal episode of My Mama Told Me podcast where we dive deep into the pockets of black
4: conspiracies
2: and we finally work to prove that lenny Kravitz's dick did not pop out of those pants and instead (laughs) lenny just is so powerfully light-skinned that that beautiful yellow penis shined its way through it literally glowed through matter that's the conspiracy (laughs) i'm spreading this week
4: (laughs) i bet it is a conspiracy that you're spreading
2: Come on. <laughs> Lenny knows what it is. <laughs> he's like, I could walk through walls with this beautiful penis. Don't. Hide it under a bushel. No. He's gonna
4: <laughs> let it shine. Good for him.
2: Let it shine, let it shine. Speaking of shining, I'm Lexton Kerman.
4: I'm David Bory, penis in pants.
2: <laughs> and we're both in pants, but anything could happen. It's it's the way this show goes. We're <laughs> we're a chaotic little group over uh this way, are we not?
4: Yeah, I think so. I like to think like if there was a podcast that you could pop Dick out on, I think we're number 3.
2: Yeah, we ain't we ain't first. Like it, no. it, it if you did it, it'd be a surprise and we'd yeah. all we'd all have some questions,
4: but I'm surprised nobody's taken it out on Drink Champs yet.
2: Yeah. I Drink think Champs no they feels... think.
4: oh, I don't know if I'm allowed to
2: talk. No, please, jump no, in. Come we'll in. intro you Come eventually, in. but yeah. yeah, jump in.
3: Lamar Odom, I think he did and they had to cut it out. I think he pulled the out. Whoa. Yeah, yeah. Of course. Yeah.
2: Did they say why, or was he just like, hey, Nori, look at this. <laughs> that, <laughs> Nori. <laughs> hey,
3: look, look. Nori. Look, look, look at this. <laughs> what do you think of this?
5: <laughs>
4: <laughs> he said, you want to see how to get a Kardashian?
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nori, hey, hey, which is bigger? This or the bottom? Which one? Which one you see? As as nori. <laughs> and then nori for some reason changed the subject yeah, that's how Dream yeah. champs goes i think yeah. is somebody's having a very interesting conversation and nori's like hold up wait you said you drove here yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. Oh, bro. <laughs> uh, you're really ruining the vibe yeah, yeah. around this way <laughs> Well, okay, we're we're bullshitting. We've we've gone a roundabout way inside of this, but but our guest today—you've already heard his voice. He's he's a fucking fantastic comedian. You know him from his work on Comedy Central, but more importantly, you know him from his brand new special on HBO called Romantic Comedy. Give it up for our guest, Mr. Ian Lara. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <Yo>. <laughs> what's good guys thank y'all for having me i appreciate it hey, what up thank uh, you for coming
2: this is exciting shit we're gonna talk some some provocative conspiracies today i'm I sure
3: say. i mean we got into dick talk within like three minutes it was dick out talk so i know it's gonna be good <laughs> yeah it can go anywhere now
2: <laughs> I know it's, it's gonna really be good now. <laughs> yeah Now we're gonna let's let's get into it because you came to us with a conspiracy that uh that the like I said, it it has a a hint of provocativeness to it. You said, "My mama told me there's a gay mafia in hip hop."
3: Yes, I did. And, Please and tell <laughs> me more. And I don't have a decision. I want to talk it out. I don't. My mind is not okay. made up yet. I want to talk Uh-oh. it out. I want to talk it out and then come to a conclusion at the end. Because I haven't decided which way I, I I'm standing on yet.
2: Wow. Okay. Like so you're like you're a real you're a real undecided voter. Yeah, I'm it's heading to the, the polls today. Yep. I it's, got you.
3: Is I go either way. I go either way on the decision. <laughs> <laughs> on the decision.
4: <laughs> I like that. I mean, because I wait, Langston. I want to know where you stand. Whoa!
2: You don't get to do that. You right. don't get to. You right. don't get to start yeah. the conversation and then be like, "Hey, brother, yeah. hey, why don't you, you go, go first? Yeah, no, you go first. You said I well, have a feeling, so you tell your feeling, and then I'll tell my
5: feeling.
4: I don't think. I think it's made up. Here's what I think is a lot that happens. Yeah, I think that, and we all have uncles and whatnot. I think every younger generation, at least as far as black men goes. Thinks every older generation just thinks the younger one is gay.
2: Yes, yeah, and I
4: think that gets confused maybe sometime. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're yeah. like, they got these pink polos. Yeah, they all. Mu- it must be, and all these pink polo wear niggas are dropping great songs. It must be a conspiracy. <laughs> and, and, and and it's just like, no, we just like colors.
6: In right. the uncle
4: in the uncle's defense, it has gotten gayer, so
3: it is like a thing. Has we- it? I mean, we've been more—we're more accepting now. Like so, so it's more out. So like, every I, I generation. think
2: it's—I think it's objectively become more out, outwardly gay. Right. I yeah. don't, which I, is great. Which is great. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I, I don't think that it's it's even up for debate whether it's become more outwardly gay. For but sure. I do think there is a debate about whether or not there were just a bunch of gay-ass motherfuckers rapping to us and singing to us for generations yeah. that didn't feel comfortable telling motherfuckers that they were, in fact, gay.
4: Sure. I think I could land with that being more of the case than anything else, right? Yeah, that's so probably true. I mean, to want to, like, rap and make music videos, that's basically musical theater the gayest thing right like- <laughs>
2: i do think it, there there are a ton of theatrics with with hip hop that that are often like masked under murder right like if i've murdered a person then i get to put like Angel wings on, and nobody's gonna say anything because yeah. because well, you yeah, could just wear those
4: wings, big. You can just, just wear,
2: yeah, them. just wear the wings. You just put have the to angel
4: wings you. on. You go have to, the to party. take that young
2: man's life <laughs> <No>. <laughs> to put angel wings on. Put
4: on those tight pants <laughs> and those angel wings, and you and your twin <laughs> dance. You Come dance on. all night.
2: That's what you wanted. That's that's. <laughs> That's why you killed that boy, cause yeah, <laughs> cause he was stopping you from being able to put your wings on.
4: <laughs> you're sick. You're sick. I-, <laughs> I also can't imagine. I don't think that anything is ever as organized as these conspiracies claim. Right? That's like, my. I don't thing. think that. Right. 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 That makes sense. Like I don't think there's like a gay meeting where they're like, oh, hey, we're all gay in here. How are we going to move our agenda forward in hip-hop this month? Like, I think that's crazy. Oh,
2: that isn't it? Yeah, because to say
4: mafia, like, that implies that. That implies
3: that there's a boss, there's a meeting, they get together, they're like, we have to whack this heterosexual gentleman. He's not, right. he's not, you know.
4: We got to whack him off.
5: Yeah,
2: <laughs>
4: we gotta we gotta whack this guy off. And, and the they mean killing, but
2: they're fun, so they they're they funny also do the fun. They're funny. Yeah, they're like, no, we're gonna kill him, but ain't it funny that we say whack him off? Because because yeah. we also do that. <laughs> I I will say that that that's the interesting part. And Ian, I would love to hear more about where this, this mafia, as it were, comes from. Because I do, I hear you, Bori, that that it's probably not a mafia. It's more of like a, a community of folks that are not doing anything sinister, but just happen to all work in a similar industry. But in, I feel like mafia, that verbiage is important. So tell us where that comes from for you.
3: For, sh- for sure. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't know where that comes from. But like you said, with uncles, like, I remember growing up, there was always like a rumor that you get a certain level of success and you got to go gay like that. They just say that.
2: But yeah, yeah,
3: I've been ascending in a success ladder. I haven't seen that yet. So I'm like, am I not doing enough? Because I, I haven't reached that level.
2: <laughs> sure.
3: Where they're like, you got to be gay now.
2: If you're not getting propositioned, what are you in the industry for? What What is do you even exist? <laughs> yeah. I mean, you don't believe in the mafia element or you, where are you at with that?
3: That's what I'm on the fence about it. I'm trying to get you guys to commit, see how your career goes. And then <laughs> listen, listen, I'll come I'm, back in a couple months and I'll tell you, Hey, I don't agree with that.
4: Don't worry about me. I'm UGK. I can go back to Omaha. shit. <laughs> Right, I don't, even, I don't give a fuck, man. Listen,
2: my my career has been in the stinker since I started this podcast, and uh, I don't know. Here we are. As, as long
4: as the same fifty to one hundred twenty people per city keep coming out, that have been coming out since twenty twelve, I'm, I'm gonna be, all right. I'll stay in this loft, goddamn it. All right. Well, so, here's, a
3: thought. here's a thought. All yeah, right. All I'm right. A, if they were as a gay mafia controlling any everything. Wouldn't there be more gay rappers that rose to the top?
4: That's what I'm saying. What unless they want to be shrouded in secrecy and it's like But that is the that's most real conspiracy. That's like.
2: I think but I think guys that's what's being suggested.
4: Yeah, we're already talking about a gay mafia. We're in conspiracy so territory. But you just went to level 10. That
2: there no, I think that's what they're saying
3: because so hip hop organized that they don't want gay people to to cuz they'll it'll blow
4: their cover. Yeah, that's their cover. Literally, I get it. The the essence of this
2: argument is saying that there are individuals who are hiding in plain sight as a way of controlling what is and what isn't played on the radio, sent to us out in the world, whatever the fuck. And and these rappers and everyone else are, or rather, anyone else in the industry is aware of it, but everybody else has to remain shrouded in secrecy.
4: Okay, here's where I'm gonna fuck my career up. Yeah, I'm right.
2: excited. This is great.
4: <laughs> if this is the case, if this is what we're talking about, I think then it's all gay white people.
2: Whoa,
4: I don't think that gay black people would do us like that.
3: Bring race into it. Yeah, that's good. Damn,
4: right. Like mm-hmm. if that's that, because then it's like right. I. It just seems like it seems like if this if it's that sinister and yep. that and that like who could it be? But like, and they're, they're that shrouded in mystery. Then I feel like it's a bunch of gay white people. And then I'm back to like, what? So Elton John is just pushing NBA young boy. Like, I don't
2: understand. (laughs) I will say points to you for both being uh, slightly homophobic, but also pro pro black. And therefore,
4: Solving I don't know the problem, if that's, <laughs> I don't think that's what happened. I don't yeah, think yeah, that's, that's what just. Not what, uh, I'm teasing. <laughs> I'm teasing. <laughs> you're fine. Again? You're not
2: going to jail. Look how <laughs> look how we'll everybody grabbed it. their hearts <laughs> in fear that I was accused You gotta clean this up. This is <laughs>
4: yeah. You know, this is a messy episode. This is unravelled. <laughs> I
2: I do think that's that's interesting as fuck to say that this is primarily white people dictating the the voices, the the whatever, because that isn't as much speculation. And so now the conversation is just rather if there's a extra little gay sprinkling inside of it, right? Right. Like right. we know white people are in charge. The question is whether or not they're gay. And that's a that's more nuanced. That is more nuanced.
3: You're right. But also, I got another thought. Also, okay. if there were a gay mafia running things, why would they allow some of the most homophobic rappers to
4: rise to the top? Because if they weren't homophobic, then they could get bigger than being just a rapper. Whoa. You understand what I'm saying? A rapper's always going to be just a rapper. He's never going to be, he or she's never going to be like Taylor Swift. And I do think that is subject matter oriented. Mm. I really do. It's like when you hear people in hip hop talk about like, we could all brand together. Who who has the interview where they're like, we could all brand together, but we're still just one nigga? Like, that's all hip hop. You know what I mean? No matter yeah. the sales and whatever else. So you need someone who can get giant, but still is somewhat restricted. You can't have just like, you can't be out here controlling like a Taylor Swift or something like that, right? I yeah.
2: also, I, I think if we're talking about mafias, I think we are presuming that the gay mafia's intention is to like, spread gayness everywhere but the reality that's took, not what I was
4: thinking no i'm, I'm not, not talking I about you I'm, I'm
2: saying I'm saying the community of of or calling it rather a gay mafia that is the underlying <laughs> suggestion is that they're a mafia for gayness if that makes sense but I think that if we're talking about the mob we're talking about a a sort of like organization the organization is moving for the benefit of the organization in, in right. like all forms. So it may for them just be like, yo, we want to keep niggas where niggas belong. And and the way that we do that is to let them say homophobic wild stuff whenever they happen to say it, so that their position to your point never elevates past sort of a right. neutral
4: if place. We continue to get the bag. That's mm-hmm. like cause I cause like, you know. The straight mafia used to make gay porn back in the day because it made a ton of money. Makes money. Because they could could run up the price. Like in the 70s and shit, like New York, they used to make a gang of gay porn because they could take it to the bars and flip it for like triple or quadruple, whatever you could do straight porn. So I think it's like that, but in reverse. So it's backwards gay mafia porn it's backwards, straight <laughs> mafia, po- gay pornography.
2: That's I'm
3: listening.
4: Now, could you,
3: right, could you, could do you think you can make a fair argument that there's a black mafia controlling hip hop, black or gay or Whoa.
4: both or not? You no, mean, you no, think we're no, run by two mafias? Just black
3: in general, because they are a lot of black people in positions of power, right? Of, mm-hmm. right. There's the Russell Simmons. There's the you know out country Dr. Dre. There's a lot of black people in power. Now, could you call them a mafia?
4: Sure, I guess. I think that our problem has always been unity. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> right. I was about to say, I think that if there is, in fact, a mafia, it ain't, it ain't one cartel. It's like 89 cartels that all are working against each other and under right. the, the, the premise right. of community. I
4: don't know. But do you right. think it's like, oh, so there's like there's a Birdman cartel. There's a Russell Simmons. There's a 50 Cent. Like, like yeah. in that in that manner. Yeah, yeah. I
2: think it. But it that breaks is how is
3: work, though, right? There's a family. There's different families. There's not one. For sure. There's several families. There's several yeah. families. And there's Chicago. There's Jersey. Right. New York.
4: And there's like some Irish
3: Louisiana, people. Indiana. Master P. You know, it's different families. But they all could get together and say, "We're not messing with this guy," and then you're out.
4: Yeah. Do I they mean, ever go to war then? So now we're talking about people getting blackballed in hip hop. Right, right. Well, my whole point is- Pink bald, if you will. <laughs> I think there's gay people in a
3: position of power, as there is every type of person in a position of power, and they're just throwing mafia on them and putting them together. And they're like, we're not even together.
2: Yeah, I right. I think- I think that. I think similar to like, look, we all work in comedy. There are motherfuckers that you kick it with, and once Careful, you Careful, Langston. All right, I don't like a lot of y'all, and-, <laughs> and, and
3: this is my chance there to 100% say there is one hundred percent a gay mafia controlling.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I I who I am only saying that <laughs> that there are tiny communities in every industry, every workforce, right? And sometimes those tiny communities beef with each other or in t- work together to make shit happen. But I wouldn't necessarily call like a skank fest a mafia. You know what I mean? Like but, that that yeah. seems. That seems like we're giving them more credit than I'm willing to uh, give.
4: <laughs> uh, look at how much Langston loves it. <laughs> look at his uh, eyes. Yeah,
2: I can't get he's, enough of... He's uh, turned up. <laughs> ...of half-written jokes over...
4: <laughs> more skeg <gang> slander. Uh.
2: <laughs> over hate speech. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, I, I get this. The, the, I think what we're... we're at least where it sounds like everybody's landing is that there might just happen to be some gay folks in power, but that has nothing to do with like some secret conglomerate that's that's working to make uh, dicks get sucked in the background or whatever.
4: Can I for the record, though, say I never thought that that was what they were conspiring. You started it like th- I never thought they were trying to push a gay agenda. I always. thought So what, what did you money. think they
2: were trying to do? Make money. But like why be the gay mafia then? They're
4: trying to make gay Because it's so a because they like each other. They're <laughs> like, hey, I like you. We we make we have a common mindset. Let's make some money together. You I never you. done that with friends?
2: It, yeah. so you're saying a a a nice brunch turned into a master plan very quickly.
4: I think that's always how it happened throughout the <laughs>
2: When Bush it's... when Bush planned nine eleven, he sat down and uh... I think
4: I think World War One was a couple guys at brunch like you know who I hate that Archduke Ferdinand <laughs> and then he gets shot. Now the whole world is in trouble.
3: More eggs, please. Do, do you think we're reaching a point where we're becoming so accepting and progressive that as a rapper you can no longer use the excuse of hey they asked me to do gay shit so I didn't make it like we'll get to oh, it's like. You should have done the gay shit. Well, like, yeah,
4: I I for sure. Like, I, I was watching somebody say that shit on Math Hoffa like a week ago. And I was like, these niggas are stupid. That's dumb. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was, like, I was like, yo, this shit is well, dumb. He, he was literally like, I didn't make it because they wanted me to be gay. Everyone who makes it is gay. <laughs> and it's like, no, because the numbers also don't lend themselves to that.
2: No, they're they're not. Everybody didn't make it because they and, did some gay shit.
4: I've been in entertainment for a while. I know a lot of dumb people who made it. Sure.
2: Dog. Mostly, I'd say. <laughs> <laughs> Almost exclusively
4: is. You are, You either have to be hyper smart and evil or too dumb to know what's going on.
2: Yeah. You too
4: just, dumb to know what's going on. That's a gift. Man. They it just, seems I like, nice. Bounce around. Yeah, I don't know. Who's this guy? He was nice to me. (laughs) What's up, man?
2: It's like, oh, I was... My group chat's so mean to you. You don't even know. (laughs) (laughs) I love you, dude. Uh, Oh, for real? Uh (laughs) Yeah, that's cool. Cool. All right. Cool. I'll stop saying stuff about you. That's cool.
4: Uh, No, I won't.
2: All right, we, we need to take a break. We'll be back with more Ian Laura. more my mama told, me.
0: Hacks is back for season three and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators, Lucia and Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Stadsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series.
5: My mama told
4: me. <laughs> Someone get this jigaboo away from me. There it is. We're back. <laughs> yeah,
2: we're back here with Maury and Lara. More, my mama told me. We're still talking about the possibility that deep in the in the the catacombs of hip hop, there is a gay mafia controlling everything i feel like this is going to lead well into the research but where in did you first hear this conversation where where was this premise first introduced to you i'll be honest with you i've been hearing this since i was probably like in junior high school mm-hmm. that was the first
3: time it was introduced to me i remember there was tryouts for the basketball team and the, <laughs> there was a kid who didn't make the basketball team and he was like i'm glad i didn't make it because I heard, like, once you make it, the initiation is you got to blow a man. Whoa. Where did I you thought...
2: go to high school? <laughs> I thought, what? I'll be honest, I thought this story was going to be like, it was basketball tryouts, right? And the coach came out and he was like, <laughs> now you know there's a gay mafia in hip-hop. <laughs> <laughs> Acknowledge the gay mafia or you're running suicides. No, that,
3: that, that was the first time. That was the first time that i that the that the idea of success equals you have to accept gay
4: wow. which which is mind blowing because its I not, mean, first not of all, true. shout out to that kid who was in a terrible way very forward thinking <laughs> to have that thought in junior high. that's amazing. <laughs> He was like, nah, I heard they suck at dicks. Second of all, where did oh, you go the to basketball you? team?
3: First where of, of did all, you? he tried out and didn't make it. Like, they didn't so he wanted it. in.
4: Yeah, he, he had wanted known. In. He knew what the barrier to success was. Yeah, no, he, he, was, was like, he knew it was like, hey, you do what you gotta do. He was yeah, like, then ball, he's like,
2: ball is <laughs> life and if there's two balls in the way, so be it.
4: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ball I'm is so life good. and then double <laughs> it on my forehead. <laughs> What was it? A good team? It has to. You, it must have been a very great, good team. Great team. Okay, mm, it was, like yeah. borderline AAU. Like it's a school, but technically.
3: Yeah, like, yeah, borderline. Like these kids okay. were going to go play. That makes sense Professionally, college, professionally, you yeah. know.
4: That makes more sense. Okay, but that was first
3: time I saw it introduced. But then I see it on other levels. Like it's a constant thing where, like, people who don't reach success. But I guess the homophobic ones, they tend to blame it on some type of homosexual act that you had to do to get to the next level. And right. I'm because I want to get to the next level. And no one has asked me to do that,
4: <laughs> bro. It's also like I hate its It goes to this weird fetishization th- when you're like these, these gays, they're so sex crazed that they, they, they can't help but get, keep success with sucking dick. Yeah. Like,
2: yeah, like yeah. some
4: people could just do business non sexually.
2: Yeah. And the the nice thing, as far as I can tell, about being gay is that like sex don't come that hard. Like y'all It
4: seems like the easiest.
2: Yeah, y'all be nailing it almost anytime you want. And that's there's no reason for you to need to like take over an industry just to get your dick sucked. You have grinder, dog.
4: If straight guys could have sex that easy, there would be no more wars. They, they have
2: nothing. no desire. I mean, I was
3: I was at a club once. I was at a comedy club once and a comedian, I won't say he was, he was, he thought his spot was at one time, and it turns out he he thought he was first, but he was last. That means you had about what, 45, 50 minutes in between. Yeah. And right. he showed up early and I was like, So what are you gonna do? He was a gay gentleman, and he was literally like, I probably just find somebody to have sex with. I was like, You have fifty minutes. <laughs> And he's like oh, I don't I need way less than that.
4: Yeah, I've seen I've seen them move in that manner before and you're like I was so around impressed. the corner. It's like it's it's they really got their whole shit streamlined.
2: Yeah, one of my one of my groomsmen came out much later in life. He came out at like 33 or some shit. Yeah. And has like now been on like a real like a sort of dick renaissance for himself or oh, he's beautiful. really like yeah. He's really like getting it all out of system and exploring and shit. But we went to a friend's like engagement party. And like while the party was happening, happening, he had already like dipped off, crossed some train tracks, fucked a dude, and then came back in the middle of the party. And it's like, dog, all right. Does he work for Def Jam? <laughs> yeah, I, oh man maybe secretly and that's what we're here to talk about. <laughs> so let's let's get into some of this research because I do think that this is going to help us uh clarify if nothing else where this conversation at least starts in the in a more popular sense, right? The original premise of the the gay mafia as we know it in in terms of popular culture came out from the 2011 interview on Vlad TV. That's your boy, Dave. I'm not (laughs)
4: aligning in that that manner. I also watch Say Cheese and a various number of other (laughs) hip-hop media outlets.
2: All right. Well, Vlad TV interviews Fat Joe, and then Fat Joe... Sort of became a bit of a an a meme. Uh, he was he was made fun of. He was called homophobic. For many months after this, this was like I remember a big deal on like Twitter at one point. Yeah. But Fat Joe in re-watching the video isn't being nearly as homophobic as it, it's originally presented. Which I'm curious to, to okay, know if you all. Like
4: <laughs> no, I I I'm negligent. honestly he made some points.
2: <laughs> I'm not defending <laughs> Fat Joe. <laughs> I don't think he needs my help in this, nor do I want to offer it. But I will say that the original question that's asked is more about the Mr. C situation. If y'all remember what was going on with Mr. He wouldn't,
4: C. he kept getting caught and refusing to acknowledge it, right? Yeah. So
2: Mr. C over and over again was having sex with sex workers, trans sex workers, specifically getting caught with these trans sex workers, he eventually pleads guilty for basically trying to, uh, I think it was like procure prostitutes or whatever the fuck they were calling it at the time. Ultimately, Vlad, being Vlad, goes to Fat Joe and goes, hey, Fat Joe, what you think about this other man's thing that's happening that ain't got nothing to do with you? At which point <laughs> Fat Joe goes, hey, dog, I don't know nothing about that. I respect everybody's choices inside of this. If you're gay, be gay. If you're not, you're not. That ain't none of my business. Blah, blah, blah. Now, then Vlad goes on to ask him about a conversation he had with Maino, in which Maino, he asked Maino, would you ever do a song with a gay rapper? Which, again, this is why this motherfucker sucks. Because (laughs) why are you asking Maino if he would do a song with a gay rapper? Leave that nigga out of out of that combo. What the fuck? <laughs> you hate Mano, okay? No, I I know what Mano's going to say.
3: <laughs> and what did he? And what did he say? I have a pretty good idea. Yeah, I yeah. Got some ideas. in 2011, would have said, yeah,
2: dog.
3: He was fucked out.
2: Yeah, this is Mano when he was still punching people on the street. This thing
4: yeah. Mano is a bully. Yeah. That
2: man is a beast. You don't ask him <laughs> nothing about none of that. But Mano surprisingly says, "I already i I presume I already have." At which point, Fat Joe basically says, "Yeah, I think I have too." goes on to basically say that he believes that the real problem is that there are people who won't just come out. If you're gay, you're gay. If you're straight, you're straight. But you should tell him, he says, and you should just be front facing with the shit because there's already a gay mafia and the gay mafia will protect you and support you. So what do you have to hide? Just be yourself.
4: So he's weirdly, I'm trying to unpack this he's kind of a good guy. <laughs> well, he, he,
3: here's, here's, what right. he, here's my issue with that statement. I feel like, yeah. I feel like telling a gay person just come out and admit it and we'll be cool. It's like when a woman you're dating tells you, if you're sleeping with other people, just be honest about yeah, it. Like, I don't care. It's that. like, tell tell yeah, I can be, but you're, Gonna leave me if I do.
2: Yeah. Yeah. The support ain't gonna be what you're pretending. Right. It's, it's not gonna, like yeah. it's gonna
3: be cool. I want it to be cool.
4: Yeah. Or, like, what, you ever come home and knew you were going to get a whip, whooping, and they're like, <laughs> "Just say what happened at school today. You're not going to be in trouble, right?" And I, like, just, mm. I just, I just
2: want to talk through your choices, and it's like, "Yeah, right. yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah." But I'm going to say something that's going to make you mad enough that you're going to beat me for it.
4: Yeah, right. I, right, I, I, right. I, can, I can smell it in the weather. <laughs> right. Right. My knees twitch. Yeah, <laughs>
2: you're just not mad right now, but this is temporary. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> I do. I do. It is. I. I think that I understand what you're saying because that's a loaded that's a loaded gun, right? Just telling, hey, just do it. I understand where he's coming from and why. In theory, that's like a very great idea. I think the playing field is a little more rocky than that. Yeah,
2: right? it's, it's it's not easy to come out for a plethora of reasons and just being like Fat Joseph. Mano being one of them. Yeah, <laughs> Mano will punch you in the <laughs> face uh, almost immediately. And, no, I don't. <laughs> and and for those reasons, it to, to just be like, hey, come do it. Why are you being scared? Stop being phony, whatever the fuck it is, is a little bit uh naive at best from Fat Joe.
3: Yeah, right. That because I don't think that will be cool. And I think I'm more, I think, I think most people are more awkward, equal opportunity. Cause if you say like Lil Nas X is out now, people did songs with him. He's a huge yeah. song uh Jack Harlow got a song with him, a lot of artists got a song with him. People complain that he's a little too sexual, which I think I think that's not homophobic. I think that's fair cuz I I think if a man <laughs> if a man is heterosexual and too sexual, it's still uncomfortable for me. Like yeah. even like you ever met those guys that they like women but they're too sexual about it. Well, you're just like,
4: I can't I can't deny him the Montero video like I'm not going to close this laptop. And go watch Adina Howard videos after this. But you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, just because it makes me uncomfortable, I can't deny him his. Because no, I no. like booty shaking videos as well. For sure. I'm not going to like step on yeah, that. Yeah, he
2: is someone's Adina Howard, and we have. Exactly. To, yeah, yeah. And
4: we all got our proclivities. I like to feel big old titties on my forehead, and I get it. <laughs> not, maybe not everybody wants to see that in a music video, but yeah. some might.
5: Yeah.
3: To be honest, to be fair, I don't want to see big old titties on your forehead in a music video either. Exactly.
4: Oh, man. And that's fine. And it's that's like fine. Equal, but you, but you don't fun. have to watch it. right? Hey, man. Well, I'm maybe gonna, I'm
2: going to research, I but I know. don't want no. to. Listen, two out of three ain't bad. You know? <laughs> 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 that's I'm going to it's
3: going to be, gonna be <laughs> all over Twitter, but I, I, I don't want to.
4: Uh,
2: <laughs> <laughs> I never wanted to see anything more.
4: <laughs> if that's the thing I get trending for on tw- t- Twitter, I, I, yeah. Comedian you heard it here
3: is, first. Boy, titties on his forehead. <laughs> loves guys. it. Loves titties it. Titties come out of loves
4: nowhere. It. <laughs> Finds it comforting.
2: Yeah, he didn't wince at all. He he looked uh, almost too comfortable. Is that possible? He loves it.
4: It's a strange ask, too.
3: I, I feel like I had a lot of friends who were like fans of like R and B singers, like, and they. But like when R and B singers, even though they were singing to women, they got too sexual. It became mm. like, all right, like you're too sexual. Like even though there's nothing. There's nothing gay about it. It's
4: just too sexual for, for public. I, you I, know? That's fair. I think there's a general like level of decorum yeah. that we all should because like the Peaches and Cream video is weird to me. Right. It's yeah, because I, of the peaches and the cream.
2: I will say that there's a level of Super sexuality weird. that that across the board makes me uncomfortable on like standardized television. It's you same, know what yeah, I mean?
3: What I'm, what yes. I'm yeah, about say, yeah right? like yes, if that. you
2: just put it on regular ass TV. Yeah. Some of this shit is taking it too far no matter right. who the fuck is doing right. it. I think now if you I, put I it on my private that. cell phone,
4: yeah. yeah God yeah. bless. <laughs> i watch it all night. Yeah. If, but, we're watching, uh, if we're watching if we're watching B E T Uncut, you know yeah. titties are going on. Yeah, Friday. yeah, yeah. So yeah. Pizzas
3: Not- and Cream is a perfect example. That video, it's all women, and it is very uncomfortable to just watch at three o'clock during Rap City. Yeah, yeah,
4: because yeah, it would be on after school. Yeah. You'd see it right after school.
3: And this girl like Ripping peaches, it's it's very uncomfortable.
4: And it's like, in reality, this is not a great dessert. I like cheesecake. Right. Who puts cream on peaches? It's so messy. It seems so messy.
2: (laughs) That is a messy meal. I don't think I've ever thought about that.
4: Peaches out of the can with the syrup and then cream? They
2: oversimplified fruit. I don't get it. (laughs) Let me be clear that I don't think that they were doing canned peaches in the peaches in
4: cream. You think they were doing Oh, you're going to be classist now? I think they were doing cut peaches. Okay, fuck me, right? I'm just... I'm just poor (laughs) trash, eating my peaches out of a can. I'm I'm sorry. Those were 100% canned peaches. It was heavy syrup peaches.
2: Guys, I'm willing to stand on this. I don't think that the song was saying anything about cutting open a can of peaches and then dipping dipping the individual slippery-ass little Fucking I mean, slugs of peaches. That's into what they cream. have in the video. That's,
4: that's what the, it's the heavy syrup in the heavy, video. God, it's yeah, friction. but that's,
2: it's that's aesthetic. That's, that's, hand is wet. That's Why aesthetic. Wet. We're talking about the actual sex. Nope. nope. What do you, you want? A, that
4: this is a this is a dessert you could buy fully at a bodega. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Listen, <laughs> listeners, if you feel differently, I'd love to be wrong on this. I just don't think we were talking about heavy syrup. Peaches. That's a
4: conspiracy theory. <laughs> yeah, I, I i think that I think that you're going to be surprised at how wrong you're proven after.
2: If this. I, if I'm wrong, I will openly admit it on our next episode. If I'm wrong, that happens
4: it. fast. You
3: don't have time to peel
4: peaches.
2: Yeah, yeah. You what are you kidding? doing? Are you all telling me that you know how to hold one of them peaches and and enjoy it with your raw bare hand?
4: Well, no, my, my argument is that it's not enjoyable. It's it's too That's, messy. I'm with you. I think that's it. But I think, and I think if I was going to do it, I would pour, I would can open the peaches before she got there and then I would put it, I would have the whole situation in a bowl, chilled, before she even got to my house.
3: Although, I will say, if if a girl shows up and you just got Peaches ready. You just come out with the with the bowl of peaches. You're like, we can
2: do whatever you want to do with these. Yeah, a, and, nice, and but that's cream. what I'm saying. I think that you guys are making this a ridiculous conversation by suggesting that these men are gonna like cut him up in front of her. He's not. He's been playing this for
4: weeks. Gonna, we didn't say that. <laughs> no, they're I'm pre-cut. saying they're, yeah, they're exactly, pre-cut. exactly. That's All what the saying. work is done. All yeah, work but is not the canned kind. The can kind, kind, of, uh, is this lighting is sexy. It's so. Cool. This, I'm already. It's I don't like the lighting. Sexy. It's too sexual. Yeah.
2: I'd have sex on every one of those platforms.
4: You know what that's supposed to be? It's a. All right.
3: <laughs> okay. I'm gonna cover you. His shirts are too baggy.
4: As slim is the only one whose name I remember. Oh yeah. I think he maybe. was the main one, right? Yeah. yeah this, oh, he, he, he wasn't supposed, supposed to, to be just dancing. Oh my god. Oh, my oh, god. that's heavy syrup, Langston. <laughs> no, that is syrupy. Watch, wait.
3: All oh, right. Those, those
2: are heavy syrup peaches. Those heavy syrup. Those are- First of all, mm-hmm. she's like, she has syrup on her. But they're not dipping them. Okay, there yeah. they're dipping them. Oh. Right.
4: oh, it's whipped cream. That makes more sense.
2: What did you think it was? Half was- and was-
4: half? Thought- <laughs> <laughs> I thought I thought it was no, lotion. I-, <laughs> I thought it was I-, I thought it was cream. I thought they poured. <laughs> oh my God. That's so weird. Oh, yeah, oh. that's not good. Just me and four of my best friends dancing around some peaches.
2: Yeah, and it's only one girl, and it's four of them. Yeah, yeah. well, that's none of our business. That's uh all right, all
4: right.
2: <laughs> That's for someone else to decide if that's okay. Right. But the point is, we're talking about this potential gay mafia. We've gone far off the rails inside of this motherfucker. But let me ask this. Because yeah. at one point, Vlad the criminal mastermind that is Vlad, (laughs) then interviews Too Short. Very shortly after this interview introduces the same premise, talks to Too Short. Too Short then says he also believes in the possibility of a gay mafia. Specifically, he says that he was homophobic through the entire 90s. He says, I was deeply homophobic in the 90s, but then shit got so gay that it wasn't even a point to it anymore, and he gave up and, like, I guess became what non-homophobic.
4: Was what was the point to it before?
2: <laughs> I guess deep passion. <laughs> Love of the game, probably. <laughs>
4: he was like, honestly, oh, it's just so much, I was like, I might as well be a Republican. And he's <laughs>
2: like, shoot or shoot, and uh, yeah. here we are.
4: <laughs> so, two short claims... That it's so gay that he had to rethink his position.
2: Yeah, he had to rescind his offer to the homophobic community. But
4: then you have to ask to somebody
3: who's homophobic: what is so gay? Is it like it's like three dudes? Yeah,
4: that's gay. (laughs) He's like, I was at a party. There was three of them, and I was like, I might as well. I'm
2: out of here. What is this? A mob? I
4: mean, yeah, that's just.
2: (laughs) <laughs> it was just two. It was a guy and his boyfriend. That's it. Yeah,
4: there's a whole gang of them in there. <laughs> this mother—it's
2: swarming with these motherfuckers.
3: <laughs> I feel like I feel like those 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 people from the '90s. I feel like they didn't get exposed to enough gay people to really that's,
4: understand how fun it is. They are as people. You've never been to a drag brunch, so you think that you don't realize how good of a gay, time gay people are having. Like, yeah, you just like. Right. It's like any, it's like any ick, any being ister ick, like yeah, because you just don't know none.
3: Yeah, like you yeah. know how you have when you with your with your boys, your straight uh, friends. If like if your boys tell you a story about girls they hooked up with, and you want to hear those stories and they be wild, I feel like if you could take away the gender of who they hooking up with, gay guys stories be way crazier. Oh uh,
5: yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. yeah,
4: yeah, yeah, yeah. None of my friends left an engagement party. <laughs>
2: To go have sex across the train tracks? No. Across yeah. the
4: tracks? No.
0: Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Stadsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series
2: I do want to introduce a, a little extra piece of research that I think is going to help this conversation because I, I got to asking myself uh, where the, the idea of a mafia comf- comes from, specifically in terms of this community. And I actually stumbled across this Guardian article from 2008 called The Hidden Gay Life of Macho Hip Hop Stars.
4: Oh, are we talking about the gay thugs?
2: No, that's not it, but I, I oh, okay. like where your mind is at.
4: So undercover? But,
2: undercover brothers? Yeah, it, it's not Undercover Brothers either. In fact, it was it, yeah, it's not quite that. That's certainly not the entire focus of it. But the the suggestion, and I want to be clear that this is clearly written by a white person. No black person has ever called a uh, a rapper macho. Do you know what I mean? Like oh. that's not a that's okay. not a thing that we're regularly saying about each other in a way that this is a white article. You know what I mean? For sure. But but the article basically talks about a book that was written by this dude Terrence. Where's his name? Terrence Howard. Uh, Terrence Dean. Close. Terrence Howard, uh, <laughs> a, a former MTV executive who's a gay man, and who explains that there is a thriving gay subculture in the hip-hop community.
3: Man. is it thriving gay subculture and everything, right?
2: Yeah, I mean, it is worth noting that he's saying... Monster
3: truck in- drivers?
4: <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of genres out there.
2: I, w- I would go so far as to say if ever there wasn't a thriving community, it's in the monster truck driver community.
3: Okay, okay guys? Thinking.
2: Yeah, I don't think there's there's a but sometimes thriving those
3: one. be the ones, those is the ones, like the ones where it's like suppressed like that.
4: Yeah, like the rappers.
3: Yeah, like the rap. I would equate, I would equate the monster truck to the rappers as far as like anti that.
2: Damn. All right. Well, you guys believe in the monster trucks. I believe in the, in the hip hop community, I guess. No, what?
4: I mean, I believe it. I guess I just like. I feel like if that's... How are we ever going to know? I don't know, man. It's so easy to like... Especially with something like that. It's so easy to just speculate and not have to show receipts.
2: So easy. Yeah. I you know? I read this and I thought, well, of course, there's a thriving gay subculture. That's no different what? Than, than what exists in every industry, right? It's like... I get hired for a job and then eventually I work up in that job and then I want to hire my friends and, and uh, reach back to a community that, that feels familiar or I feel like needs my support. And then subsequently you got three back
4: to my family members.
2: Yeah. Now you've got a couple gay dudes working in an industry, but that doesn't make it a mob. It just makes it a bunch of dudes who are uh, having a good time doing a job together.
3: It's a brothel.
4: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we need we need somebody to come on and just name names. We need somebody to come on and be like, "I'll say it. It's Bow Wow or whoever."
2: Yeah, yeah.
3: I... <laughs> yeah, I mean, honestly, I wouldn't be shocked at anything, and I don't really uh, care like who's who's like. I'm like, all right. All right, all right I will
2: say that Orlando Brown did accuse Bow Wow of being...
4: Yeah, he accused... He is, of- he is on drugs. Yes, know- he is. Come on, he is a drug addict. He accused LL cool J of eating people, I believe. Yeah, he also said... Diddy gave him the Oshbash, <laughs> which is a children's clothing line.
2: <laughs> and maybe that's what he meant. He started as a young man in this industry. <laughs> Diddy gave him some overalls uh, that he wore for a while. And he was in, he was on drugs, so we didn't understand. We were like, is he saying Diddy suck this dick? And the man was just saying, nah, he gave me some overalls back on Mr. Cooper or whatever the fuck show he was on.
4: Oh, I think that's th- a that's raven.
2: <laughs> yeah, well, he was on a bunch of... Oh,
3: yeah, and was he on...
2: Co- he might have been on a Cosby show. Was he on a Cosby
4: show? He was on Family Matters for a little bit. He yeah, because he was a child actor, yeah, right? he
2: was on. Yeah, he was on Major Pain. Oh, yeah, oh, Major Pain. Right. Yeah, he was a yeah. cute fucking kid.
3: I think people like Tyler, the creator, has kind of normalized... You ever heard the freestyle he did on Flex? Oh yeah, okay. yeah,
4: yeah, yeah! Okay, it was yeah. so funny. That was hilarious. <laughs> I, I it was great watching Flex watch it. I, I was say funny. not just
2: watching it, but but the the question Flex asked as soon as he finished. It was hilarious. He, so says, what, made you he say said, that? "What made you do that one?"
3: it was so funny he was like what what made you do that one he was like he's so mad with a tight butt something like that (laughs) (laughs) he's like bro why would you do that
2: with me and you know i don't like that
3: i do you know it's so funny because i feel like he was coming to flex tyler's so funny he was coming to flex and he knew what he was gonna do He's like yeah, I'm going to get freak out It's all going to be gay bars and Flex not going to know what to do. What he's going to do live on air. <laughs> he's
2: like yeah. Ty- he's like Tyler, I respected you. I I I wanted to treat you like a real artist and then you come on my show and you know you're tapping into my homophobia, my deeply rooted homophobia.
3: And he brought him into it. Like it wasn't just Tyler being gay. He was like me and Flex.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I also one last thing are gay bars that different than the bars currently? It's about having big dicks and getting ass. Mm. Feels like it's all in the same genre to me.
2: Right. That this this isn't not what's a Megan a Meganverse. It yeah, just is coming the... from a different yeah. And gay
4: bars
3: are still bars. Like it, like some of it you're like, yo, that was gay, but that was nice.
4: That was like
2: Yeah. That
4: was it's a good nice bar. before it's gay. It's nice before it's gay. Yeah, nice before it's gay. <laughs> yeah.
3: yeah.
2: This is fascinating because in the uh, part of what you guys are saying about the naming names is that this Terrence Dane dude does, in fact, not name any names. He goes through the entire book basically saying, like, look. I'm not interested in outing people. I'm not interested in sort of like, uh, you know, creating danger inside of this community. I'm more doing this as a way of exposing what I know to be true with hopes. And this is the part that gets a little weird for me. He says, with hopes of encouraging one of these very famous rappers to come forward as gay, and subsequently, like admit the shit, so that the community can like.
4: That's kind of whack that you write a book to put pressure on somebody else to make a move. Mm-hmm. I don't respect that, that happened. Reason. That happened
3: on my college campus. Um, they, they used to be they, <laughs> there was a radio. It. There was a radio. <laughs> they had a radio station, and there was a radio show. I remember this was like freshman year, and it was this a uh, gay gentleman who like he lived in the dorms with us. We was cool. Like, he was, like, a cool dude or whatever, but he just decided to go on the radio. Like, there was, like, a big thing where he was like, I'm going to go on the radio and I'm going to just oust all the gay men on campus that he's been with, which is kind of, like, a shitty thing to do, especially then. Like, it wasn't, like, people were If they're not ready to come out, they should come out whenever yeah. they can never yeah. do that. But he went on the radio and he didn't name names. So, like you said, like, it, everybody's like, you didn't name any name. You could just accuse all you want, but...
2: yeah, right. Yeah, I... I- I think some of that makes it feel a little bit uh, attention-seeking uh, yeah. when you're just like doing it for the sake of doing it and not for an actual like be- direct benefit and and being like, well, I hope someday somebody's brave enough. Which maybe you know, there's an element of that that I I can sympathize with of like, hey, I just want to air out the realities of this community, but I also think you know, what are you truly doing this for? And it, it putting it on somebody else's shoulders doesn't feel right.
4: Here's my big question to both of you. Have we gone far enough that there, if there is this giant thriving community, are we far enough along that there's not as much need for it as there was maybe in the G-Unit era? The community? Oh. Like, not need for the mafia? Yeah, like, is it like, is it like, are we closer to some point where it's going to be okay to be gay specifically? And I feel like hip hop and sports are the two places where it's still, the it's like the only two genres of entertainment. I feel like where it's still that difficult. I don't know. About I, country
2: I think there. the, like, I think the Lil Nas X of it all did not do like make some major advancement in terms of like the embracing of gay in hip hop. But I do think, like, the Isaiah Rashad shit did. Right.
4: right, I think,
2: like, and unfortunately it happened in a really icky way where he was outed against his will and, like, this video was released. All of that's fucked up. But I do think that that nigga just be rapping, rapping and not doing anything that they're going to realign as, like, pop shit or weirdo shit or whatever the fuck it is. So it's like, nah, if he can rap, rap and suck dick, then we have right. to start treating this as a as a part of our community and not just sort of a subsect of it it's yeah. also
4: not i think i think and sometimes even we today sometimes i feel like there's like this coded coded language about it as if it's like some kind of impediment and i think that's a lot of the problem like even us just now being like oh it's nice before it's gay yeah but gay isn't like a problem i think that's like so right. often we speak about it is like as if it's like it's like something holding them back especially from being talented in hip-hop you know and i think that i don't know how to fix that i think it's like a loaded
3: question because it's like if you think about it it's like all right we well black people we had like a black president does that mean that there's no need for like you know all types of like black civil rights empowerment groups and hbcus and all types Mm -hmm. of like quote-unquote things you might label as like a mafia type of like thing and no, like, because it doesn't mean anything. So, like, the same thing I consider with, like, the gay LGBTQ community. It's like, I don't know. Like, equality takes a long time.
2: <laughs> Bro. Right. Yeah. yeah. Right, and, right, right. and to that point, I think we're, we're talking about I, and we've sort of said this already. We're talking about individuals trying to advance for themselves, and if they happen to be in positions of power, that's just because that's where their jobs are, where their lives have them, not necessarily yeah. because they have like some some uh, devious mastermind right. kind of plan happening. Right. 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 <laughs> well, boys,
4: I think we solved it. I yeah, was about to say it started. Like, it started we solved, rocky. Hey, <laughs> <game laughs> hip hop. I know. Yeah. I
2: hope people don't do
3: listen and shut it off. Could you could you put that disclaimer at the front? Like, listen the whole episode. Don't. Yeah, you
2: got to make it to the end.
4: Uh, yeah. yeah, I think we got a good audience. I think I think they tend to be like, okay, listen, man. More, yeah. they,
2: our audience is uh, terribly on board for all the stupidity that we spread every week. <laughs> I think you'll be fine. We we haven't run into any issues yet, and you ain't the worst we've ever had. I assure you. No, uh, we had a couple <laughs> of hairy
5: weeks. <laughs>
2: But no, this was great. Ian, could you tell the people where they can find you? What cool shit you have going on?
3: Uh, Yeah, for sure. Uh, My Instagram is just my name is Ian Lara Live on Instagram. That's my website, IanLaraLive.com. I got a tour coming up. I'm going back on the road uh, next year. And my special just came out. It's streaming on HBO Max. It's called uh, Ian Lara Romantic Comedy.
2: Hell yeah. Hell yeah! Go man. watch the special. I watched it today. It's great. Ida, I she she directed that shit. She directed it, yeah, yeah. That's fucking tight. Yeah, that's cool. So man. fun. And and Bori, you want to tell the people where they can find you?
4: Uh, cool guy jokes eighty seven on Instagram. You can see me at the Hereafter, uh, December third in Seattle. December fourth, Helium Comedy Club in Portland. Oh, and then if you are in. Las Vegas, November twenty second through Christmas. I'm playing the Jimmy Kimmel, Kimmel Club because, you know, it seemed like a good way to end out the year. Fuck, uh, you, you a whole month? You did A whole month? No, the twenty second through the twenty fifth. Just the oh Christmas of, of, oh, December. of oh, December. December. Oh yeah. No, you said no,
2: November twenty no. second yeah, through, through Christmas, and I was like, oh, God
4: damn. Damn. No, I don't like. I don't like stand up that much. Uh, <laughs> no, that's like six shows. Yeah, and then just, uh, you know, be good to yourselves. If you are gay, you know, join a mafia because there's strength in numbers. Yeah,
2: mount up. If you're gay, <laughs> mount up. It's time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Regulators, mount up. Is... Take me a friend of the family. I want to be I yeah. wanna a friend of the family.
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me be like, uh, if you guys are the pink mafia, let me be your crimson (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
2: as always you can find me at Langston Kerman on all platforms and if you want to send us your own drops your own conspiracy theories if you want to accuse us of being deeply homophobic and not understanding the gay mafia you can send all of that to mymamapod at gmail.com we would love to hear from you otherwise that's it bye bitch
0: Did we just invent California?
6: Discover why
7: California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.
1: This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually